0: Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing
1: today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded.
0: Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. I just heard really funny story. You want to hear this thing? Yeah, of course. I was the story goes like this. I was listening to another podcast. Okay. And that podcast host told a funny story about his friend's dad. Wow. Following, following okay, I,
1: I think so. So essentially he
0: said that my I was talking to my friend. Yeah. I was at a party. I was talking to my friend and I was trying to convince my friend to come and help me out at this job. Okay. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I got time. You want to hear a funny story? That's how the conversation. <laughs> so he's like, okay. He goes, well, my dad was recently ordering meat online. Okay. And just could not believe the price and the deal that he was getting on this meat. Okay. And so finally I was like, Dad, you've got me interested. Send me a link to this meat. Yeah, I want some. So he sends him the link. It turns out it was dog food.
1: No, (laughs) no, 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 no. no. He was eating. He was eating dog food. (laughs) Oh, that's so bad. I know. It's so bad. Oh, in, in the back of my mind, I was like, please. Please, please, please let him not be <laughs> up ordering dog food. I literally had that thought. I mean, obviously, it's,
0: it's not like the kind of dog food that you would normally feed your dog. It's like right. upscale dog
1: food. It's still dog food. Oh, it's dog food. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, oh. And I,
0: I laughed so hard. I just was like, this is the greatest, like, that's just like your dad's story.
1: Oh, that's that's so bad. Like you know, I, those, I
0: don't even know what to say. That's just so terrible. You know how there's dad jokes?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And
0: somebody says a joke, and you're like, "That was uh, a
1: that was a that dad is joke." A dad joke. And
0: the dad joke means it really wasn't funny, but you gave a mercy laugh. Right. And that's a dad story. That is. A, that's a dad story for sure. Where the dad is finally, finally able to to navigate the interweb. Right. <laughs> And finds a deal of a lifetime because <laughs> every dad loves a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> got it gotta get that good deal. <laughs> Does this feel like a uh, progressive commercial?
1: Yes, where the where <laughs> the guys trying to get new homeowners to not yeah, be to to become their not, parents. not become their parents. That's yeah. that's those that's, are those are the greatest commercials ever. They're so funny. I agree. I I laughed so hard. Did Gen- you Did you see the new one where, where the guys? Cleaning he's his cleaning his garbage cans. Yes,
0: yeah, he's cleaning his garbage cans. Oh, and he's got his he's got his name and a, a, address. Yeah, can never be
1: too careful. Just in case it trash rolls away.
0: <laughs> so that's I, funny. Okay, so Jen and I, Jen and I really struggled to get into television shows. Okay. There's just not very good television out there. Sure. So we'll re-watch things like The Office and Seinfeld because yeah. it makes us laugh. Right. And we have a very difficult time finding comedies that actually make us laugh. Right. Um, there's a lot of comedies on TV. Oh, they are terribly unfunny. Right. <laughs> it's a struggle. Um, why is a – 40-second progressive commercial funnier than than a 20-minute TV show? (laughs) 20-minute television show with tons of writers and producers and directors and people in think tank rooms. Why is a 40-second insurance commercial funnier
1: than TV right now? I don't know, but that is such a good point. You are 100% correct. I like, look forward to progressive commercial more than I do what the comedy is actually on TV right now. Right. Me and my wife were watching TV the other night. We were actually we were watching The Office. We were watching an old show that we think is funny. And a, a commercial for a new show popped up. It's a, a new hit comedy apparently. And we both looked at each other and we're like, that looks so stupid. Dude, there is a new one that every single time – And
0: I'm not picking on this show. They're all like this. But the newest one is Ghosts. Oh, yes. I've seen the commercials. I've never watched an episode of it. I've never watched an episode of it. No, there's no reason. Nobody has watched an episode (laughs) of Ghosts, all right? But they have, you know, the previews for the upcoming episode of Ghosts. Yes. It's supposed to be funny. There's There's not a single thing in the preview that makes you laugh.
1: Nope. And in a preview, you go, that's lame. Right. If they try to compact the the next episode into 40 seconds to get you to watch it. It's funniest
0: parts are there. Though
1: The funniest parts of the episode are right there and none of it makes you laugh. That's bad. That's bad. But somehow Progressive has figured out how in 40 seconds to make (laughs) me die laughing (laughs) on my couch. Yes. Why can't TV do
0: that? I'm in agreement with you 100% right here. There's something missing when it comes to, like, TV episodes and comedy. There, it's so rare. Uh, <clears throat> just TV in general is just difficult right now. I just feel like it's, it's, diff- it's struggling. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got into this. You were we talking
1: are, about dad stories. And, it's true. And yeah. We started, I don't know, we started talking about dad jokes. And then you, I think you brought up progressive commercials. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know either. Um, what else? Got got anything else in your mind? What else is going on?
1: Well, let's see. I don't know. Not too much is going on. We, uh, we're we tearing up our floors. Actually, this is a big deal. What's that going is on a in our big house? deal. That's, we, that's right a now, big deal. Our house is in this weird limbo stage where we just tore up all of the carpet or most of the carpet because it was just, you know, it was a dentist office. We've talked about this before. Old business carpet. Yeah. There's not not even padding underneath. Well, it's just... Straight carpet on the floor. It's it's like the church's carpet. Right. There's no yep. pad under, under the church's carpet. Yep. So it's just like that. So this past week, I've spent the week tearing up carpet in a whole bunch of rooms. You're going to love just and
0: those floors, man.
1: So we are getting ready to start this weekend. We're starting to put in the new floors. And Ooh. so we are very, very excited about that. That is exciting. Yeah. So that's, and it's, a, it's a big step. Yeah, uh, it and is. And it's a lot of money. Yeah. But- it's gonna be totally worth. It. it literally is gonna transform how the, the house feels. So it will. It we will. We are super excited about it. It will transform the look and the feel of your house. You'll right away
0: every single time you come home. You'll be like, "Thank God for these floors." <laughs> you'll love it so oh, much.
1: I was I was getting super grossed out pulling up the carpet. oh Because you know, obviously, when the carpet's flat, you can vacuum. I, mean, I vacuum all the time. But for some reason, when you pull it up and start to roll it up and move it and bend it, like it's for some reason the dust that's been trapped in there for like 40 years or however long it's been there. I bet it's twice as heavy as when it was first installed. Yeah. And that's disgusting. (laughs) <laughs> I was literally I was like carrying armfuls of carpet out to the the, the curb and I was wanna, like you're this, thinking is, about... this, this is so gross. Yeah you're like I should
0: be wearing a face mask because right. you're breathing all that in.
1: Oh yeah. I'm and like you... this wasn't even like somebody's house. This was like people just walked in with their shoes. shoes. It was a dentist office. Yeah. Someone probably puked on the floor, like blood. Oh, oh it's so nasty. I was literally like just grossing out, yeah. pulling the carpet up. I know. Hey, I'll tell you right now too. I hope the person that's listening
0: to this podcast didn't own the house that I currently live in. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I was so sad about that before I bashed the old <laughs> carpet that was in there. But it was disgusting. Yeah. It was it was terrible. And the company that came in and replaced the carpet, the workers were yeah. were carrying out rolls of it. They cut it in rolls that yeah. sizes that they can roll up and carry, so they were not gonna cut it too big. Right. And this is like carpet. People who've been, they do this for a living. Right. Every single day. If they cut a certain size of carpet, they know how much it's going to weigh. Yeah. Because that's what that's they what do. they do. And he went to pick up, <laughs> I was in the room. He goes to pick up the first roll that he had cut out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's twice as heavy as it should be. I was oh. like, I said, I don't even, well, I know why, but. Why? Like, just yeah. I don't, I don't want to know why, and I know why, but tell me why. What's going on? He's like, it's just old dust, and just it's just oh, oh, and it just oh, that's terrible. That's so bad. And, and so we were so happy to get fresh, oh. oh yeah, brand new carpet in there. Praise the
1: Lord. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right before we bought our, when we bought our house, my parents gave us a piece of sage advice. They said. When you put in new flooring, whether you whatever you do, carpet, wood, vinyl, laminate, whatever, like just whatever, don't do bright white carpet.
0: Your dad has a super funny story yes. about bright white carpet.
1: So their first house they ever bought. He told me this story when he was at our house doing some work. Okay. Because yeah. he came over to our
0: house and we had brand new carpet. So I was like, can you please take off your shoes? We just yeah. got the carpet installed and he's looking around he's like, Good color choice. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're not we're not rookies at this. We've got three children. We know not to do white carpet or cream carpet or anything yeah. like that, right?" Yeah. So he goes on to tell me the story that you're about to tell, and I love this story. Uh, Go ahead, yeah. do this story.
1: So my parents bought their very first house. They were just newly married, and, they, and it was a kind of an older house. They bought it, and they were going to kind of fix it up. And they put they got carpet installed, and they bought bright white carpet that they got installed. It sounds and, great. Yeah. And they thought it would make the room look fresh and bright. And yeah, maybe it was it, a smaller house. They will. wanted it
0: to look bigger. It will make it look big and bright. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and they, I don't know why, but I think they're like, I, I, I moved out of this house when I was like three. So I don't remember it too well. The, the, the dining room and family room were kind of like one open area. And so they just kept the the flooring, the white carpet, all the way from the living room into the dining room. Mm-hmm. And the very first night that they had the carpet, it got installed. I can't... I think it was lasagna. My, I thought said spaghetti. Okay. I couldn't remember. It was spaghetti or lasagna. It was one of those two. <laughs> My mom cooked... Sp- let's go with spaghetti. My mom cooked spaghetti and went to scoop it out of the pan and just... A big spatula scoop full of spaghetti just flung out of the pan right onto the floor. Oh. And as long as that carpet existed in that house, there was a red stain oh. on oh. the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> like the day they got it. I also remember him saying the next day
0: somebody puked
1: on it. Yes. The, ni- <laughs> <laughs> the next day... There is a neighbor kid next door. The neighbor kid. That's right. The neighbor kid next door came over and and puked on it. So. No. <laughs> so. Yeah. So right when we bought our house, he's like, whatever you do, don't buy white carpet. And all that happened <laughs> because of it was white carpet. Yeah. So you can see all the stains were no, there.
0: I'm saying is if he would have bought.
1: Brown. Oh, if he had bought brown, Tan. Or,
0: right. speckled gray, none of that would have no, happened. None of it would have happened. It would have never happened. White <laughs> carpet is attracted to all that stuff. It's just like, it, give it, it to it's me. It's like a magnet for yeah. messes. Yes. That's a great story. That is a great story. It makes me laugh every time he tells mm-hmm. it. Yeah, me too. I like that story. <laughs> Let's jump into our our main topic for today. Yeah, I like and it. And the title of this podcast is, you should take advantage of this.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Now there is a great topic.
0: This is a great topic. You know, it's funny because what I really want to talk about is you should take advantage of the cell phone in your pocket and social media. Yep. That's what Christians should be taking advantage of. Now this technology of a phone in your pocket that record records super high quality video that can then reach the world right in in minutes is it's new technology and it is super
1: new technology
0: cuz here here's how new this technology is i'm not old no and i've said this before but it still blows people's minds and it kind of blows my mind when i went to college i went to college without a cell phone right and 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 i'm not old right and when I tell people that, they're like, "What? Wait, what? What right. year did you go to college?" They, they're expecting me to say 1992, right? <laughs> because, like, it, it 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 it's brand. It really feels like brand new technology, right? And, um, it sits in our pocket, and we've got the greatest message ever told. The greatest story to be ever told. Yeah. And we have a way of telling the world around us. Right. Are we taking advantage of this? Yeah. Truly. And I'm always a bit surprised people's perspective on social media. People tend to like absolutely love
1: social media. Yeah.
0: Or absolutely. Absolutely hate social media. Hate social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're totally right, and I think that
0: and and the ones who hate it are hard to. It's hard to convince them to to do what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, and and I'll be honest. At one point, I was one of those people that absolutely hated social media. Um, when I was, uh, probably like when I was in high school, ish, I was just I just had zero interest in social media. Um, I didn't even have a cell phone until I was 17. Uh, I, I was, I guess, a little bit younger than you were, but I didn't have a cell phone until I was 17. Thought it would be, it was kind of pointless. Mm-hmm. I was living, I was like, I don't need to tell anybody about what's going on in my life. I don't want to tell <laughs> anybody
0: about what's going on in my life.
1: Right. Like that's kind of what the, the mindset that I had is like, this. So I just stayed off of it. Um, but then I got into. But that's really how social media was birthed. Right. That's exactly how it was birthed. It was birthed of, hey, let, let somebody know you're out for a bike ride. Right. And I was like, that's stupid. I'm that, not is, doing that. that is stupid. That is stupid. And I so I was in I was in the IMA our our Ignited Ministry Academy program, and I was talking with one of the the pastors on staff at the time, Pastor Peripin, and he really challenged me to get on social media and to use it as a a platform to share Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I had really never. I'd heard people talk about that before, but I still I, for some reason, I had never clicked, "Oh, this is a tool that I should be using to invite people to church, to share the gospel, to let people know that, that I'm a Jesus follower, and it's the best thing that you could ever do is become a Christian." Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just I don't know, for some reason, I had never thought of it like that before, until he re- like, he sat down with me and, and had a one-on-one conversation, it was like, "Hey, I really think this is a tool that you should be using." And I was like, "You know what? you're right." And so I got on board. Um let's see
0: here. What year did Twitter kind of start? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine was when uh Twitter started. Facebook started like two thousand and four. Yeah, I so say Facebook started early two thousands. Two thousand four, two thousand five, Facebook started. Um but I remember when when Twitter started. I, I had graduated college already. And I was using Facebook, um, but it's funny how Facebook is <laughs> Facebook has changed so much from how originally was how they originally wanted you to use Facebook. Oh yeah. essentially Facebook was created to let you know who was single and who was in a relationship. right And that's why everybody hopped on Facebook. Um, and Facebook was only designed for you could only use Facebook if you were in college. That's how it originally was designed. That's crazy. It came out when I was in college. Yeah. So I was the, I was the generation that, that Facebook was targeting and right. going after. And it hooked, I remember in college, I remember it hooked us all like we right. were obsessed. Um, and now everybody can be on Facebook. So, but then I remember, this is where I was saying, <laughs> it's funny how long it takes me to get to my point. Now, I remember when Twitter came out and I was, a, I was something called an early adopter. Ever heard of this term? Yeah. Yep. I was a very early adopter with Twitter. Okay. I hopped on Twitter. I I created a username right away, and I just I remember sending out my first tweet, and I had no followers. Right. And nobody saw it. <laughs> it was really strange. Yeah. And that's what social media feels like when you get on it for the first time. Yep. What? What am I doing here? Yeah. Well, it's the start. It feels like nothing. It feels like you're weird. And I remember. And then gaining some followers and convincing some of the people in like here at Cornerstone Church, some of the interns, hey, get a, get a Twitter. Well, you know, this is how you use it. This is how it works. Follow me. I'll follow you. And we'll yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it was fun. And I liked it. And I could tell. This is this is going to be big. I could tell. Yeah. It had that like – it just had that thing about it. I was like, hey, this is going to be big. I think this is going to be big. And I remember calling a friend that I graduated college with. And I was like, hey, do do you you have a do you, do you know much about Twitter? And I was like, you should really get a Twitter account and start tweeting. I said, I think this is going to... I told him, I said, this is going to be big. And so he grabbed a username right away upon my advice. And sure enough, one year later, two years later, three years later, this thing explodes. Right. Absolutely explodes. Billions of people now do Twitter. It's one of the biggest worldwide social media things. Yeah. Um, it just was like you could just tell right away something is 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 about this something is happening and then you got Instagram then you yeah. got like Snapchat which doesn't really I don't know how much people snap anymore and then you got TikTok which is like China trying to destroy America <laughs> um, but one of the reasons I just want to say is hey Christians out there hey Jesus followers out there yeah social media is full of dead man's bones, we can be a bright light in a dark place. Yeah. We can use social media to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Get get on there. Share your testimony. Share thoughts about Jesus. Yep. Share, Share your journey of being Christian. Tell people what you're doing. Tell people you're fasting and praying. Yeah. Tell people you love Jesus. Tell people you're filled with the Holy Spirit share with people share with people tell gather a following get out there spread the good news of Jesus the greatest way and the simplest and easiest and cheapest way right now to travel the world to tell people about Jesus is to is to post a video on social media
1: yep and, and I want to say something to maybe to the crowd that is was like me who was kind of anti social media. There's a lot of you out there. And and so here's what I'm gonna say because cause I I know this argument, one of the things that they say is oh, I just don't want to be like I don't want to get caught in this like scrolling
0: doom, loop. Doom scrolling.
1: Yeah, I don't want I wanna don't, don't wanna be doom scrolling. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Right now we're in the middle of twenty one days of prayer and fasting. One of the things that I gave up is social media. Yeah but I still post on social media because it's part of my job. Mm -hmm. So you can go on my account and you can see like, I just, just posted a video. You can see it. Did I go on Instagram and scroll and scroll and scroll on Instagram and watch reels and nope, no. Like it's possible to be on social media, to be sharing the good news, to be sharing the gospel, to be talking about Jesus and not get caught doom scrolling. Yeah. Not being
0: dragged down by the dirt into the dirt, you know? Um, it it's it's just it's the the world is on whether you like it or not it is doing more and more with social media more and more people yep. are on social media social media and videos and pictures and all this stuff is the way the world is going yep 100% don't reject that don't reject that yeah because just because you think there's just there's sin and filth on it or it doesn't fit your personality. Yeah, you know we don't do all this stuff just that because it fits our personality. It's not about that. Right. It, That's it's so good. It's about making an impact. Um, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When, when I don't do things for the Lord because it fits my personality, yeah, or it fits into my gift set. Exactly. Lord, this is my gift set. You know, <laughs> this is how you can use me, God. That's complete arrogance. Such so, so arrogant. Oh my gosh. And don't ask me to do anything beyond my gift set, Lord. You know. Ugh. <laughs>
1: the, the Lord. What, I wonder is, if I wonder if the proud I
0: wonder if up, being crucified upside down was in Peter's gift set.
1: Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I wonder if writing multiple letters from from a jail cell Was what Paul was like, God, this is my gift set. Please send me to a horrible Roman prison so I can write letters. Uh, Really? God, really, really just want to settle somewhere bad
0: and write letters. Yeah. It's my gift set, God.
1: (laughs) I don't think that's what Paul was praying. I love being shipwrecked. (laughs) I love being whipped 39 times. I love being bit by poisonous snakes. I love
0: starving to death, Lord God. I love it. I love not having enough warm clothes for a harsh winter. Oh Lord, that's my gift set. Shut up with this gift set stuff. You know what you are. You know what you know what's happening out there. What it's just laziness, masked as gift sets. Yeah. Don't you don't don't throw that at me.
1: And, and there, there's a, a kind of a flip side of this, Pastor Luke. And, and and I've seen this. I'm I'm gonna call some people out, not by name, just a group of people. I've seen this too, where there is a group of people who love social media. Oh, yes. Who are on it every day, post every day, yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. And I've seen Christians who, who is, are supposed to love Jesus, and they get out a great commission to go into all the world and preach disciples. Uh-oh. And they're posting every single day. And if you just followed them on social media, you would have no idea they're a Jesus follower. Ooh. I've never once seen them share their story. I've never once seen them talk about how the good things that God is doing in their life, how how they've just given glory to God. And so on the flip side of that, if you're one of those people who loves social media, but you're not using it to glorify God, to share the gospel— then you're you're wasting a tool that God has given you, just like just like the people who who maybe feel like they're anti social media.
0: You know what happens? You know you know what happens when you try to spread the good news of Jesus Christ on social media. What happens? You get some uh, persecution. You uh,
1: maybe get some people who unfollow you. Uh, that's so
0: that's not so bad because you can't tell when somebody unfollows you because I I don't ever know I don't know how many followers I have to begin with, <laughs> so I can't tell if I've lost one. I yeah. don't check that, but. You get comments. You get comments. Yep, you get uh, angry face emoji. Mm. Like, right. Ooh. But you do get you do get comments. You do get persecution. Yeah. And people don't like that. For you, well, Yo, frad, yeah, we're that, fragile. I'm fra- My ego is fragile. It's true. My biceps are big, but my ego is fragile. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: Gonna go back and, and make sure we really read and memorize that verse about how God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. That was a joke.
0: I mean, are my ego is fragile. Do I like it when somebody's like just slams you hardcore, gives it to you nice, just oh rips Jesus a new one? No, I don't like it. Yeah, but it is. It's it's not a big deal, right? It I, I, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. It's uh, it's the littlest least amount of persecution I possibly It's probably the most not the littlest. It's probably the most persecution I might ever face. Right. <laughs> it's bad. Oh. It's it's terribly it's terribly sad the it, amount of persecution we we just don't get here in America.
1: Yeah, it is. I was talking with uh some stu- some students a few a few months ago. And I was I was actually talking about this and so I I read a book a number of years ago. Um, I can't even remember the name of the book right now because I gave the book away. Um, but I think it was called like like Through the Fire or something like that. And it was all these stories, recent history stories from the past few years of Christians in the Middle East being persecuted for their faith. And I mean, it's incredible stories. It's a it's a like, 250-page book just full of, of short stories of these Christians in the Middle East. And I was sharing some of these stories during a message a few months ago, and I was like, you know, and, and we're, we're scared that somebody's going to leave a bad comment on my Instagram page. Don't be scared of that. And I think that, re- that really helped me, like, it was a great perspective to be like, listen, there's literally Christians right now who are running for their life because they've confessed Christ publicly.
0: The, uh, the greatest mission field sits in your pocket. Yeah. Think about that. That's amazing. That's really cool. And you know what the other cool thing is? Pastor Aaron, what's the other cool thing? I I will post very simple 50-second videos of hey, this is what I this is what I prayed about today. This is, this is the Lord spoke to me. Here's an encouraging word. Yeah. 50 seconds. Post it. It'll get 500 views right on Facebook. And, and, and you're like, wow, that people like it reached. Yeah. People. Oh yeah. And I didn't like, I didn't like perform. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't look good on the video. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I didn't put much into the video. And I didn't prepare too much to do the video. Just yeah. was like, "Hey guys, how you guys doing?" Lord spoke to me about this. Hope it encouraged you. Jesus loves you. Like that's it. Yeah. And and you'll get people will be like, some people will be like, "Thank you so much for that word. It so blessed me." Then you get you know, you Jesus followers are just s- stupid. You're like, oh, what, okay. You know, oh what? Right. Who cares? You know, okay. And and just it goes on. you reach you reach hundreds of people. Yeah. And I didn't have to leave my street. Yeah. It's a mission field out there. Ah oh, man. We should all. Every one of us should be taking advantage of this. Absolutely. I feel like Paul who's like I speak in tongues more than thee, but I wish all of you did. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm saying that. Like <clears throat> I post on social media a lot and I wish all of you did. Right. You know, it's it's such a it's an amazing opportunity for us to spread the gospel if we all were doing it consistently with passion.
1: Yeah. I think it would make a difference. I think so, too. I, I absolutely think so. And I think I love something you said, that like, this is where our world is. Our world is moving so much in that direction. Like, we, we, we talk about this all the time. Who are the biggest stars to this next generation coming up, to the middle schoolers, high schoolers, the young kids right now? They're influencers of social they're media. They're influencers on social media. They're YouTubers. It's not yeah. It's not even movie stars, not even pop singers. Nope. Like. It's social media influencers and YouTubers. That's who has influence in our culture. Yep. So as the church, we should be having not not like not Cornerstone Church, but as the church, the people. Yeah. As as Christians, we should be having influence in those same areas.
0: We should. Um, we'll end on this real little story uh, talking about who's you know who's influencing the next generation. Yeah. I, I asked my son, you know, last year, what do you want to be when you grow up, Owen? And he said he wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. That's because that's who that's his influence. Yeah, that's who influences that generation. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome, son. And my wife's like, No, you're not being a YouTuber (laughs) (laughs) I was all like, as soon as he said that, I put together a game plan to give him a studio and a camera and a computer and a microphone. I had it all go and Jen was like, two seconds later, she's like, No, no, you're not being a YouTuber. Oh. But he still wants to be a YouTuber. He's still asking. He still wants to do it. Now he says astronaut just to make his mom happy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's shooting pretty high with that one. He's shooting high. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Literally. Literally. <laughs> nice. Not. Nice. Oh, it's been great to be with you today, Podians. I hope you're taking advantage of this. I hope you are, too. We are trying over here. We're trying our best. Absolutely. Oh. Go ahead. I
1: was going to say absolutely. It's good.
0: We should remove the word absolutely from our vocabulary. Really? Absolutely.
1: You just, you can't say it.
0: Next time you watch sports, listen to the radio, or listen to a podcast, listen for the word absolutely. It, they say it all the time. Okay, I'll do it. It's like a filler word when somebody agrees, and then they're going to talk. They use it as a filler word, and then they go into their talking. All right. Anyway. It's, oh, it's absolutely been amazing to be with you today, audience. Podcast 39. Oh, one for the books. One for the books. See you guys. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today?
1: Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work him off today. It's flooded.
0: Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.